All right, we now welcome on Caleb Alexander, publisher of GamecockScoop.com. That is the Rivals website covering South Carolina. So we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get familiar with the Gamecocks here with Caleb. So uh, let's start off, Caleb. I-, I watched some bits and pieces of South Carolina and Georgia State. It it looked like it was a slow start for South Carolina. Spencer Rattler, you know, not not exactly maybe what. Gamecock fans expected for a first game against Georgia State. Just kind of walk us through your thought process of that game. Yeah, so it's hard to tell how much of it is week one, you know, just getting the kinks out. Um, Like you said, second half went a little bit better than the first half. And how much of it is an ongoing trend. So I know at least a lot of our message board folks um, really did not like the offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, last year. And so I think, um, you know, throughout the offseason, there was talk of, well, he had to start four different quarterbacks, whatever. Spencer Rattler's here now. It's going to be a different story. So the fact that they did struggle a little early, um, I think, sort of got everyone's red flags up that that maybe this is uh, not an issue that's going to just be fixed by having a new quarterback. That said, um, I think that the, the special teams obviously looked really good. They had an A-plus game. They scored two touchdowns off of block punts. Um, they had two very long field goals. They had a 79 yard punt. Um, so that, that looked really good. And then I thought the defense played pretty well. They gave up a couple of long runs, which is a little concerning considering how good Arkansas is at running the ball and how athletic KJ Jefferson um, and the running backs can be. So I think that that's something to look at going forward. The secondary played pretty well. Um, there's a true freshman that's likely to start at safety this week. So um, he could be exploited, but he also, in many ways, is more talented than the guy that he's replacing. So you kind of take your lumps there and let him make an impact in that way. Um, but yeah, overall, I think, you know, you win by three touchdowns against a pretty quality G5 opponent. You can't be too upset, but there were definitely some causes for concern in that first game. So you sort of touched on your first impression of Spencer Rattler um, and knowing what we know about the Razorback secondary seems like it's going to be without Jalen Catalan and Miles Slusher. Do you think he's exposing – he's capable of exposing uh, the the defensive backfield for Arkansas? Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, there were a couple plays in that game, at least as someone that's been watching South Carolina football for a while, that he made some throws that you just don't see. You, I, haven't, I haven't seen in a very long time in a, in a Gamecock uniform – the same time uh, if too much of the game gets put on his shoulders uh, he did he did press a couple and try to make a little bit too much happen which led to a couple turnovers um, but overall I do think um, if South Carolina attempts to push the ball down the field that he can make those throws in a way that uh, I was just talking with Mason about before this um, that uh, the Cincinnati quarterback Bryant uh, seemed to not be able to expose as much so I think, yeah, if the offensive line can buy Rattler enough time to let the, the receivers get open down the field, that, that that could be an interesting thing to watch. Um, I actually think we might end up seeing a pretty high-scoring game from both sides here. So looking looking at the South Carolina running game, you know, you talked about the conversation we had before. I feel like that was something that you didn't seem confident in, despite the fact that, you know, it seems like they do have some talented running backs. Um, what, what does that look like, and do you expect them to kind of just go – you know, really pass heavy or do they try to run it and they just weren't successful against Georgia State? What does that look like? 
Yeah, so they definitely tried to establish the run against Georgia State, and it did not work. Um, Marshawn Lloyd is a former five-star running back. He's the starting running back. He looked really good, really athletic. Um, there was a one play in particular where he hurdled a Georgia State defender on uh, third or fourth and short to, to get a first down. But it was like this heroic effort for a four-yard gain. Um, and to me, that was kind of the, the story of the game is like he didn't look bad as a running back, but the offensive line didn't do him any favors in their run blocking. And the receivers really on the perimeter didn't do him any favors either. Um, they also will take Jaheim Bell, who's a tight end, but they kind of use him in this wide back sort of role like Debo Samuel and with the 49ers. Um, he got six or seven carries out of the backfield, little toss plays. Um, and then they were going to rely on Christian Beal Smith, who is a transfer out of Wake Forest, but he has been kind of banged up here through the first couple of weeks of um, the preseason into the, the first week. So I don't know that he'll be back this week. And they have a fresh or a sophomore in Juju McDowell, who's more of a, you know, lightning sort of uh, change of pace back. He's a little smaller, but, but he's speedy. So, I mean, at times they looked very competent in the run game last year. So I think that they can maybe figure out whatever the issue was um, from a blocking perspective, um, because I know that that is something that they want to do. And I think that that's going to be a factor in this game. So I, I wrote an article for your site kind of looking at uh, keys to South Carolina potentially winning. And I don't think that they can win a game in which they have to, you know, completely rely on the pass mostly because I think that gets you into a situation where Arkansas might dominate the time of possession. And I don't know that they have the depth on defense to uh, keep KJ Jefferson contained if you give him that many opportunities. So. so looking at the stats from last game against Georgia State, it looks like the Panthers, is that their mascot? Yeah. Uh, uh, outgained the, the Gamecocks 200 to 79 on the ground. Um, do you see that getting any better for South Carolina this week against Arkansas, which led the power five in rushing last year? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that Georgia state's a uh, nice warm up for Arkansas in some ways. So yeah, Georgia state rushed for 200 yards. Um, I, I believe 89 or something of that came on two carries that two long runs. Um, but for the most part, outside of that, the, the first long run was on the first drive, which um, they were able to get a turnover and downs on. And then the second one was late in the game when they had reserves. And um, so really, I, I don't know that that stat completely tells the tale of the run defense, which I thought looked a lot better than they did last year. Last year, that was the thing they struggled with the most. So I think they were ranked like 91st in FBS and run defense. Um, but <laughs> the thing that um, Arkansas has that, Georgia State did not have is KJ Jefferson. So um, Georgia State has a running quarterback that, you know, looked pretty good. But when push came to shove and he they, they did keep contain and made him actually throw the ball down the field, he just couldn't make the throws. He, he, he didn't have that in him. Um, whereas KJ Jefferson, I think, has that element of being able to beat you with his arm as well. And that's the real dangerous part here. So I, I do think South Carolina's run defense – can play well enough to sort of limit Arkansas to, to, to force them to throw it sometimes. But I think KJ Jefferson can make you pay in that way too. So we'll have to see. All right. We're talking with Caleb Alexander from GamecockScoop.com. Go visit that website for all the South Carolina uh, info that you need. Uh, Caleb, I'm curious. So we, we talked about Spencer Rattler exposing the Arkansas secondary. 
But I watched a few clips, and it looks like even Georgia State had some had some plays where they were able to expose the the South Carolina secondary. Do you think that KJ Jefferson can do that? Because I'm just I'm just assuming KJ Jefferson and the Arkansas receivers are probably a little bit more talented than Georgia State. Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest concern maybe is safety and linebackers because I know that Arkansas's tight end Trey Knox is pretty athletic. That's his name, right, Trey Knox? Yeah, pretty athletic. Um, and the linebackers, while they stepped up uh, in run defense, aren't the most athletic uh, linebacker core in the SEC. So I think having to run around with Knox is going to be a little bit of an issue. Like I said, safety, um, they have a transfer in Devonnie Reed, who uh, played for five years at Central Michigan. He's really solid, really good. But then the depth is, is very much lacking there. So they have a true freshman that's going to start at the other safety, Nick and Warry. And while I think he's very talented, I also think he might get exposed um, against a, um, like you said, much more athletic team than, than last week. So I do think um, it's cause for concern. Now the corners are the strong point of this Carolina defense, um, that and maybe edge rush. Um, Cam Smith, All-American, they – Georgia State, like, wanted nothing to do with them. They threw, like, one pass towards them, I think, the whole night. Um, on the other side, you have Darius Rush, who uh, is a veteran corner. You know, he's played pretty well, has really come on the last um, back half of last season, played well the other day. And then they tried to pick on Marcellus Dial, who is a little bit more unexperienced. Um, but he, he played pretty well. I mean, he, he gave up one long pass that he had good coverage on. The, the receiver just made a good play and then he got exposed on a couple of like defensive pass interferences but that was all in the first half and he kind of settled in in the second half so I don't know it's going to be interesting because I, I think it's strength on strength there like you said I think um, KJ Jefferson has a lot more to bring to the table as far as the passing game goes than Darren Granger the previous quarterback did um, and the, the receivers are a lot more talented but I also think that's one of South Carolina's strengths too is that secondary. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So it seems like special teams are a big thing for South Carolina, especially because that's Shane Beamer's specialty. We heard Sam Pittman touch on that. That was his role at Georgia. They, they were there together. Um, uh, under Scott Fountain, the Arkansas special teams coordinator, it seems like the Razorbacks have had some early season special teams woes, uh, at least the past three years, maybe not last week against Cincinnati, but, it's it's been an issue in the past. Do you do you see special teams as an area that will elevate South Carolina to a win if they're able to execute as well as they did last week? I mean, if they're able to pull that off again, for sure. But um, that's that that's a little rare getting one point pump block return for touchdown, let alone two. Um, I do think that special teams can be an X factor here. I think that South Carolina spends a lot of time on. Um, I believe one of the quotes I can't remember which player DQ Smith or one of the people that returned uh, punt block for a touchdown last week um, kind of said after the game well we spend so much time on it we might as well be good at it and it's true they, they really emphasize it um, they're also going to be aggressive um, they went for an onside kick in the first half uh, against Georgia State last week they faked a field goal um, that converted for a first down that ultimately led to a touchdown on that drive um, so yeah I think in a game that probably favors Arkansas in the other two uh, aspects that special teams is something that they're going to have to get a couple of wins on to kind of even out the playing field. 
So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here, Caleb. Uh, give me an X-Factor player for South Carolina on both sides of the ball that could that could possibly win this game from a play that they make. Yeah, so someone that kind of came out of nowhere um, for South Carolina last week was wide receiver Jalen Brooks. He had four catches for 80 yards, uh, most of those down the field. And like I said, South Carolina really prioritized some horizontal sort of screen game stuff. But the few times they did go down the field, um, that's who Spencer Adler was targeting. targeting. So I would look for him. Um, he's pretty athletic, uh, can win one-on-one um, -on -one battles as far as uh, jump balls and stuff like that. Um, and he, he made some pretty difficult catches uh, last week. So I, I think that that's someone that they'll try to get involved down the field. And then on defense, I would say that Jordan Birch, which is the former five-star defensive end, really needs to become a factor uh, against KJ Jefferson and, and really uh, try, trying to put some pressure on him because um, that's, I mean, that's what he's specializing in. So last week he created several hurries, but didn't quite uh, get any sacks. He's only got one sack on his career, but all the talk this offseason was that he was finally going to like sort of step into this role. And, and he, he's the highest rated defensive line recruit the South Carolina's had since Jadavian Clowney. Um, and by all means, this offseason, he's playing like it. So I think that he could end up being an, a, a bit of a factor on Saturday. All right, last thing for me here. Uh, as of this recording, the Razorbacks are eight-and-a-half-point favorites, which I'm having trouble believing that they'll cover after the way they played last week. But can you offer us a score prediction for this week? Yeah, so maybe some of my readers are going to be a little disappointed in me, but I did pick Arkansas to win. Um, I said at the beginning of the season that between Arkansas, Georgia, Texas A&M and Clemson. I do think South Carolina is going to win one of them. Those are probably the four hardest games on the schedule. Um, so maybe they pull it off this week. Maybe it's one of the ones later. Um, but if I'm being realistic, I picked uh, Arkansas to win 37-31. So I don't have them covering either. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, I think that big plays are going to be a big factor, but ultimately it's going to be tough to go into Fayetteville and win on the road. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be honest. After watching Clemson play, I think that that's a winnable game for South Carolina. Like they were playing Georgia Tech, and they ended up winning what 41 to 10. But it was not it was not a 41 to 10 game for most of the game. Um, but Caleb Alexander from uh, GamecockScoop.com, go visit Gamecock Scoop for all that South Carolina coverage. Caleb, thank you for uh, taking some time today, and uh, we'll have a story with him. He he, he kind of gave us some insight that'll be on the website soon as well. So once again, thank you, Caleb. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right.